This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Saturday the 15th of January. I'm Ellie House. And I'm Laura Cook. A cyber attack and allegations of sabotage conclude an unsuccessful week of talks between the West and Russia. So at the moment, unfortunately, we're backing him into a corner and he will almost certainly, if he feels he has no alternative, will escalate. And could the party be over for the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom? 12% of uh, uh, voters think the Prime Minister is telling the truth. That's fewer than the number of people who think the moon landings were fake. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Today we begin in Ukraine, where the threat of Russian invasion is looming darker and clearer. This week has seen a series of diplomatic meetings between Russia and NATO, aimed at diffusing tensions over the Eastern European country. But with tens of thousands of troops amassed near the Ukrainian border and no clear breakthroughs in crisis talks, the situation is looking dire. Ukraine on Friday accused Russia of instigating a huge cyber attack on government websites. Ukrainians online were met with a threatening message warning that their personal data would be shared publicly. It read, All information about you has become public. Be afraid and expect the worst. This is for your past, present and future. Russia has not commented on the attack. As far as they're concerned... The West, and that basically means America, still isn't really taking them seriously enough. And hence, perhaps, I mean, against speculation, but these cyber attacks just simply as a way of saying we have all kinds of different ways of messing with Ukraine and with the West as a whole. So you need to be talking seriously to us. Mark Galliotti is an expert in geopolitics and the former advisor to the UK Foreign Office. He told Times Radio that the West needs to offer Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, more than just deterrence. He needs things that his state media can spin as a victory. So at the moment, unfortunately, we're backing him into a corner and he will almost certainly, if he feels he has no alternative, will escalate. But the United States is amping up its criticisms of Putin, claiming that Russia has planted saboteurs in Ukraine that could give it a pretext for invasion. We have information that indicates Russia has already pre-positioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. The operatives are trained in urban warfare and in using explosives to carry out acts of sabotage against Russia's own proxy forces. Our information also indicates that Russian influence actors are already starting to fabricate Ukrainian provocations in state and social media to justify a Russian intervention and sow divisions in Ukraine. The Kremlin has pushed back against these intelligence claims, saying that they are unfounded. After weeks of a snowballing scandal, the United Kingdom Prime Minister is nearing breaking point amid calls to resign from both outside and within his own party. But what might bring him down? A suitcase of bottles, a secret wine fridge and a novice DJ. These are the latest details that have emerged from a series of alleged parties that took place in and around Downing Street while the rest of the country was under tight coronavirus restrictions. As more and more party revelations have emerged over the past week, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has denied attendance, claimed that an event where staffers were told to bring your own booze was a work function and pleaded ignorance. But Chris Curtis, head of polling at Opinion, told Times Radio that the public aren't buying it. 
our most recent poll showed just 12 percent of uh, voters think the prime minister is telling the truth that's fewer than the number of people who think the moon landings were fake so there really isn't much good news in the polling social media has been flooded with memes and jokes about the finer details of the alleged parties for example a downing street staffer was reportedly sent to a local supermarket with an empty suitcase to stock up on wine Yesterday, the Prime Minister's office issued an apology to Buckingham Palace after reports that two separate illicit parties were held on the eve of Prince Philip's funeral in April 2021, where the Queen, following coronavirus rules, had to sit alone to grieve her late husband. Chris Curtis told Times Radio that this scandal has hit the Conservative Party in the polls. In one poll that was out, today are 14 points behind the Labour Party. Remember, this is just two years on from absolutely smashing it out of the park at a general election. Uh, so that's a really dramatic change since then. It would almost certainly put Keir Starmer into Downing Street, almost certainly with a majority of his own. Senior civil servant Sue Gray is conducting an investigation into the alleged lockdown-breaking parties and the report is expected to be issued soon. But Oliver Wright, policy editor at The Times of London, says an inquiry may not be enough to contain this scandal. Most voters have already made up their minds about this and what they think about Boris Johnson. So, you know, if Sue Gray comes out and you know, doesn't, isn't any worse than what you know, Johnson has already admitted, I'm not convinced that voters are going to say, oh, well, Sue Gray's come out and said, oh, it's all OK. On the way... North Korea ramps up its missile tests, and researchers in Canada try to tackle space anemia. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We move to Havana, Cuba, where the authorities are cracking down. These chants of freedom and Fidel, in reference to the Caribbean country's former revolutionary leader, came in July last year when thousands took to the streets, demonstrating against shortages of power, medicine and food at a time of spiralling inflation. And now, those protesters face decades behind bars as the island's largest and harshest mass trials since the early days of the revolution are underway. More than 600 detainees have or will face trial, with some as young as 16 eyeing long jail sentences. Larissa Divisant is the director of the NGO Cuba Lex. She says that the trials are intended to set an example, saying, the objective is that in Cuba, in any part of the island, people won't go out to protest again. Cuba's crime investigator, Colonel Moriyama Bravet, described police officers attacked with Molotov cocktails and cars overturned. She says, our instructions are to treat these behaviours with more severity because we can't allow it. The street belongs to the revolutionaries, she says. North Korea has fired another two missiles in its third weapons test this month, according to South Korean officials. The launches came 11 minutes apart in western North Pyongan province and are believed to have been two short-range ballistic missiles. They flew 267 miles across the country before landing in the sea. 
The drills are happening in an unusually rapid pattern concerning some neighbouring countries. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said that it's very regrettable that North Korea continues to launch missiles. The tests have triggered a push for fresh sanctions by the United States, a move North Korea criticised. The isolated state warned of stronger action if the Biden administration maintained its so-called confrontational stance, saying it had a legitimate right to self-defence. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. A definitive decision on whether Novak Djokovic can play in the Australian Open will be made early on Sunday morning in Melbourne. Three judges will hear the appeal in a federal court at 9.30am local time and their decision will be final, with the tournament set to start the following morning. In the meantime, the world number one is back in the Park Hotel Immigration Centre, the same facility he was held in last weekend after initially having his visa cancelled over a COVID-19 medical exemption. While that ruling was overturned, Immigration Minister Alex Hawke cancelled Djokovic's visa again on Friday night, prompting another appeal by the Serbian's lawyers. The 20-time Grand Slam champion is unvaccinated and court documents show the minister justified his decision on the grounds that Djokovic's presence could whip up more anti-vaccination sentiment in Australia at a time where the country is in the midst of its worst outbreak of the virus. Djokovic's lawyers said they would argue deportation would only further fan anti-vaccine sentiment and would be as much of a threat to disorder and public health as letting him stay. The Times Daily World Briefing entertainment. An iconic Hollywood love story has come to an end. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have announced via Instagram that they have decided to split, writing in a joint statement that the world is going through significant changes and that their family is no exception. Momoa initially saw Bonet on The Cosby Show when he was eight years old, but the couple officially met in 2005, before Momoa's big break in Game of Thrones. They welcomed their first child, Lola, in 2007, and second child, Nakawa Wolf, just a year later. The two reportedly married in 2017, but have now decided to part ways. And finally, it's one small step for man and one giant leap in his blood. While the space tourism fad is taking off, those at risk of anemia or red blood cell deficiency may be told to stay here on planet Earth. Until now, space anemia was thought to be temporary, a destruction of red blood cells in response to weightlessness that would reaccommodate when landed. But researchers have discovered that's not the case. Here on Earth, the body destroys and replaces around 2 million red blood cells per second. But up there, that number goes up by 50%. Dr Guy Trudel from the University of Ottawa is leading a study to see what would be needed for travel to Mars. Trudell's team is trying to find new ways to solve this problem. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 15th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.